Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. The website at allamericangold.com. And welcome to Thursday, man. Where does the time go? We're, what, a week and a couple of days away from... Old St. Nick coming to town. I, I hope you're ready. Uh, got a lot more expensive to be ready this year, hasn't it? Uh, speaking of, of ready, I, I got a few announcements to make. Uh, we'll be closed Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve. So next Friday will be closed. The following Friday will be closed. I know KXXT will be closed. Uh, 1360 will be closed. Uh, in, uh, for the holidays, uh, Brittany uh, wanted everyone to know on the metals plans, uh, we'll start shipping those after Christmas, uh, but uh, very soon after New Year's, they'll all be out. Uh, but we, we we're going to allow for uh, FedEx and UPS and the, the post office uh, to deliver those Christmas packages. Uh, and then we'll get the gold and silver shipments out and the metals plan shipments out. Uh, if you haven't joined the metals plan, what are you waiting for? Go to allamericangold.com, click on it. Uh, you can start putting hard assets away, and you don't need a ton of money to do it either. For uh, minimums, $100 a month. Uh, maximum, there is done. You can do as much as you like. Uh, we have several people doing $5,000 a month, and, and everything in between you get four physical deliveries a year. Uh, you can always call us here for details about that. Uh, CBD, the basket winner. And, and congratulations. It's a hell of a basket. Uh, Doug Lambert, you are the winner. Uh, you'll be getting contacted. Uh, I think it's going to be from either Ryan or Brittany will contact you. Uh, but you've got a CBD basket headed your way. So, uh, Congratulations to Doug on that. Uh, the CBD uh, prices, uh, they're getting ready to change. By by tomorrow morning, the new prices will be there. So if you want to sneak an order in on the old prices, you, you've got to <laughs> sometime this later this afternoon uh, to get it done. Go to 1360 KHNC and click on the shopping cart button. Uh, and, and place your order uh, now before the price increase goes into effect. Oh, man, what a difference a day makes. Jay Powell, wow. And again, I've said this and I've been saying this, maybe the weakest central, not maybe, I, I scratch out the maybe, without a doubt, the weakest central bank president we've had since the 70s in Arthur Burns. Uh, his his press conference yesterday uh, really uh, left everybody saying, what is this guy talking about? Uh, the gold markets love it. Uh, Wall Street uh, was liking it yesterday. I don't think they're going to like it in six to eight months from now, but we've got gold up like almost $35 uh, 17.96 right now on gold, silver. Silver's up like a dollar from where we were yesterday. Uh, that's but that's silver. You know, I, I keep telling you, 
Gold and silver are brothers, right? And, and gold, he's the responsible brother, right? And, and silver, he's more of that wild child. And they're uh, sometimes, uh, you know, they they, ne- they they always run together because they're brothers. But every once in a while, you know, silver likes to he he likes to get distracted, and uh, silver always more volatile, making big moves uh, up a buck today, uh, twenty two fifty. Uh, to the ounce right now, and, and Wall Street very, very mixed. As uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the breadth of the market, uh, something Jason he's been really harping on this over the last month or so. You throw out a handful of stocks, and this market really isn't that healthy of a market, which always has us worried. Uh, if the Fed makes any mistake at all, how quickly this could tumble. And Jason, I think a big reason why Jay Powell, uh, they, they, they did a press relief that sounded tough, but when actually talking to the media, uh, was very, very dovish. Yeah, that's kind of what I was expecting. I mean, uh, I've said it, like you said, uh, it's, it, the market's crashing, and, and when the markets crash, we always get this idea in our head that it's like this one day, and it's, it's gloom and doom, and you see these pictures of these stockbroker guys with their hands on their foreheads and panicking, but it's, it usually takes time over weeks or even months for these things to, to, to fully uh, show themselves, and uh, you're right, Joe, the... If if we have inflation like we haven't had since the 70s, we can't really compare the recent bunches of market crashes and recessions to what we're experiencing now, which is if the price of everything's going up, let's just say the price of, of the average thing out there is going up 50% in 2021. You know, if it was something that costs a dollar is now a dollar fifty. Well, if your house price goes up 10%, or your stocks, which from May to now, you know, the stock market's up about a thousand points. It's it's not going up 50% over this year. That's a, that's a market crash because it's it's you know it's just it's disguised, and we're going to talk more about what Jay Paul said and, and uh, what what we got because you know in, inverted yield curve curve is coming, Joe. And every time there's an inverted yield curve, we end up with a recession every single time, and it's it, we're getting there, aren't we, Joe? Yeah, and of course Jason talking about when short-term interest rates are actually higher. Uh, than long-term interest rates. So when we get back, uh, we got Joey here as well. Uh, when we get back, we're going to talk about the the breadth of the market and how critical any misstep from the Fed is going to be. Pizza Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Pizza Radio News Hour. Joe Jaquin, Jason Walker. Uh, we got Joey live here. Uh, in studios today and and you know yesterday we were talking about uh, you know when you when you have money where, where's the best place to have your money right the worst place by far is in the bank I mean you got to have money in there you got to pay your bills got to pay your car payments uh, but but having uh, tens of thousands hundreds of thousands of dollars in, in the bank especially in, in an era of inflation, and artificially low interest rates, and now talking about potential inverted yield curves, uh, is is just not a place to be. Uh, and and really got to be careful with what you're doing right now. When we look at the the market, and and Jason's been saying really, if you go back and and look at the last half of this year, 
really has been uh, a big change in the market where the vast majority of stocks are down. Even though the stock market's been able to eke out, you know, say another thousand points, uh, as an example, on the NASDAQ, about a third of the NASDAQ 3,000 stocks are trading below their 200-day moving average. So that's a, a bad breath of the market. When you look at the S&P 500, a very similar theme emerges, and really, maybe even a worse theme emerging, that they're saying that just a handful of stocks are propelling the entire market higher. And the, the big worry is any misstep on these, and, and then you get these stocks selling off, these main drivers, you're going to have a very sudden and very hard move to the downside, right? And, and that's where you, you know, when you're stuck, that's, you know, the biggest problems I would say with like 401ks, uh, IRAs, uh, money where you have where, where uh, your financial guys, you don't, you haven't talked to them in years, you don't even know what's happening, uh, and, and you check a box and, and all of those things, you have no protection. You have no protection right now. A lot of people with their 401ks, outside of the money you've been contributing in the last, say, six to eight months, you're probably noticing, hey, wait a minute, my my, my 401k, it's kind of stopped growing. And for some of you, unfortunately, depending on what box you check, it may actually be shrinking, right? And And when you look at it, here's what they're saying, Jason. They're saying going all the way back to April. That is when the vast majority of stocks stop participating in the rally. And that the rally is now really driven by just a very, very few amount of stocks. Uh, Goldman, they have, you know, and they've got everything out there. And you got to remember, and Joey brought this up yesterday, which I loved it, when you talked about, hey, at Northwestern Mutual, We've got our own MIT Mafia. We've got our, our our super. Let's call them what they are, right? The super geeks. Yep. Right. The the the, the smartest guys in the room, and and they create these indexes, and, and they know what they're looking at. Goldman super geeks. They have what they call the breath index. So, in other words, hey, let's put the headline aside for one minute. Right. Let's let's all calm down here for a second, and I, and I like it to this way. Uh, how about I think this is really a good example. Headlines, right? They, the 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 news media wants a headline, and the, what the headline is is to grab your attention. But then when you actually read the article, you're like, man, boy, did they oversell that headline? That's exactly what we have on Wall Street right now. They're overselling the headline because what's underneath it is not very good. Uh, and, and according to Goldman in their index, it hit a maximum level of 100 in April of 2021. Now, the higher the number, the better. That means, hey, all stocks are participating in this rally. They said, go, fast forward to today. 
That number is now at a new record low for their index of 16. So you're thinking about, you know, doing the math here. You're like, well, wait a minute. That's about, that's 84% of the market is not participating. And they're saying going back to November, uh, the rest of the market has underperformed between 5 and 12%. In other words, they've lost between 5 and 12% of their value, even while the stocks are hitting all-time highs. And here's, uh, according to Goldman, the five most important stocks, Apple, Microsoft, Tesla, Google, now, and I always thought the other was going to be Amazon. And according to Microsoft, it's not Amazon. Nevada, who is a, a tech company, who, by the way, just so everyone had a full disclosure here, uh, they're down about 6% today. Uh, their, their, their high was 310. I think they're down to 280 and falling right now, which is why the NASDAQ today is in negative territory. But they're saying those five stocks, have contributed to 51% of all the returns of the S&P 500. So as you're sitting there and thinking about breadths of market and you're, you're listening to Jason say, hey, be real careful out there right now. Uh, even like Facebook. Facebook is, is underperforming but just a little bit. Amazon's actually underperformed by quite a bit. And obviously, when you look at, okay, who, who's the best of the best out there right now? It goes uh, Microsoft, Google, Apple, Nvidia. Now, Tesla, obviously, uh, Tesla's been under a pressure as of late as Elon Musk. Uh, obviously, he knows already what's happened out there. He's been selling billions of dollars uh, of Tesla stock. And, and so I guess, Jason, any slip up here with the Fed, if these five stocks start having trouble, it's a quick ride down to the basement. Exactly, Joe. And uh, the water that I, you know, my, 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 the water I drink every day, the spring water, went from a buck ninety-nine cents to a uh, dollar thirty-nine. So uh, if I would have just bought a whole bunch of water and put it in some uh, storage area, I would have made forty percent on that water. In the same time that these stocks are slowly going up, or all they're, you know, that this is a crash. You know, if we're going to have this inflation, which is going to get worse next year, and who knows if the rates of, of this inflation is going to get worse and higher? We would fifteen percent inflation, twenty percent inflation, twenty five percent inflation. We don't know how bad it's going to get. If your stocks go up five percent, you're losing. You got to have it something that's that's going up in value because of inflation. This is why I got into gold and silver because that value, gold never does anything. Gold and a cow, one cow, one ounce of gold, it's always been the same. So when all this funny business is going on next year, my gold is going to retain its value and, and it's, it's, it, it's, it preserves what I've put away. Uh, I can take some risk and then try to throw some money at some stock or some company that's going to really weather the storm next year, but that's gambling. That's, 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 that's what investment is. Uh, Joe, I just... I wish I wish people would get it that with the soggy prices in gold and silver, this is like the best time to ever get into it. Right now, it's, it's right now. Well, yeah, you always want to get into it right before, right the, uh, you know, I'll, I'll use the Wizard of Oz uh, analogy before they pull back the curtain, and you realize that it was just a guy there 
telling you a bunch of lies. And that's really what we have right now. And I get it. You know, Jay Powell, he's trapped. Yesterday proved how trapped they are. Think about this. We're going to double the speed of taper. Okay, that's, that's dramatic. I mean, really, when you think about it, you only announced taper like 45 days ago. Right? Yeah. Wait, now you got to double it? I mean, really, it changed that fast? Of course it didn't, right? Then he comes out and says, you know, hey, we're, 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 we're looking for uh, maybe, you know, potentially three rate hikes next year. And the 10-year note actually went down. It went down. Yep. Because the bond market is calling, you know, BS. You know, and Jason was talking about how now all of a sudden – uh, the short dated maturities. You should always get paid less when you, when you let them borrow money for a shorter period of time versus a longer period of time. Uh, and when those things invert, that just tells you the bond market, believe it or not, is actually signaling there's big problems here. I mean, we got big problems. Because what you're saying, well, it sounds really tough. You know, and yesterday I told you about his magic beans, right? When in the history of any economy anywhere in the world who's suffering from massive inflation fixes it by having a Fed's funds rate ready for the, oh my gosh, a whole three quarters of a percent, doesn't work that way. The bond market knows it doesn't work that way. Jay Powell knows it doesn't work that way, right? And again, they're just trying to extend and buy some time, uh, but the rest of the market's starting to crumble. Here's something else, too, that I, and, and I guess this makes sense. They're talking about the inflation effect on small business. Another thing Jason and I have been saying, this is a small business killer, by the way, inflation. It's a small business killer because they're less able to absorb the cost. And they're saying that now, according to the latest numbers, 74% of all business owners are now very concerned about the impact of inflation on their business. 71% of them say it's significantly impacted their business. And listen, when, when they're talking about, hey, it's significantly impacted my business, they don't mean to the good. Right? They're like, hey, man, this thing is killing me. They said that 63% of them have uh, been in Christ, uh, increasingly increasing prices. 45% of small businesses, because of inflation, have been forced to take loans. That's a problem. That's a big problem. And then how about this one? 41% of them say that they've been forced to lay people off in the quote-unquote hottest labor market maybe that we've ever seen, and yet 40% of all small businesses are saying, I'm laying people off, Jason. Yeah, you can see it right here in little tiny Johnstown. I look down the street, and there's this, uh, this little local bar, and coronavirus showed up, and it died. And then the guy that uh, you know that owns the property decided to put his his little local uh, you know bar in there, 
It died. And this is this is all since last year. Now what's there, Joe? The franchise place. The franchise place moved in. The bigger business that can handle what's going on, Joe. Yeah, and that's a, that's that's a, a and again, I think a, a harbinger of things to come. Uh, how about this one here? And right on this line, Hobby Lobby. Oh, by the way, one of my wife's favorite places. Uh, now it just announced today they are raising the minimum wage to eighteen dollars and fifty cents an hour starting January first. Oh boy! In February first, it may be nineteen twenty-five, Joe. <laughs> and, and again, and, and, and when you think think about this, that Hobby Lobby now saying, "Listen, we got to pay eighteen fifty. T-Mobile yesterday, twenty, right? Bank of America, they're crossing their fingers, right? Because they're already at twenty, and, and they're saying, "Listen, by twenty twenty-five, we're going to be at twenty-five. And I, I bet you they're praying that it isn't 35 by 2025. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Yes, man, God, be 800 uh, Gold 17.98 now. Uh, bumping up here on back above uh, 1800 here. Silver is up a dollar. I don't mean to laugh. It, it should be really. Come on. I, I, I know it's twenty two fifty today. It was twenty one fifty yesterday. But who are we kidding, right? Silver uh, should be up at least another ten dollars. But don't worry, uh, it's going to happen a lot faster than most people think. Uh, but Joey, since we've got you here, you know we're we're talking about uh, the breadth of the market. We're talking about, uh, the inversion. Uh, again, now we got to start talking about bond yield inversions and, and how only a few stocks now are carrying the water. And if those stocks buckle, uh, right, it, it's going to be, uh, a, a quick trip down. Uh, and, and most people out there, right, they, they only get to check a box. You know, and, and 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 what do you do? What 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 does Northwestern Mutual do? Why do they do it better than everybody else? Well, I mean, here's the thing: if you're just going to check a box, uh, I wouldn't expect you to to outlast the market decline or anything like that. You probably lose a ton of money if you're just checking one box or two boxes. Um, with us, we're going to give you a full plan, a full portfolio, um, show you where your money's invested. But really, we're already acting now. We're already rebalancing people's portfolios. You know, we're kind of getting ready for a crash in the next year or two. Uh, making sure that, you know, when you have $100,000, let's say this, market goes down 70%, 50%, you're at 50K to 30K. With us, you'll probably still be at $100,000, breaking even. And then when the market goes back up 70%, 50%, you're at 150 instead of being back to broke, or I mean back to even at 100. So it's really just being ahead of the game and making sure that we're looking at what's going on with the federal funds rate and just making sure we get everything on top. Right, and so you're, 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 you guys, you've already made a lot of these changes uh, beforehand. So the, the this breadth of the market, as they uh, speak, even though the market is still, to Jason's point, it's not up a lot in the last eight months, but it's up a little bit. Uh, but but really, uh, a lot of the market actually is down as much anywhere, according to Goldman, from 5 to 12%. And, of course, obviously, some individual stocks worse than that, but at least in the sectors, you guys already adjusted for that. Yeah, we we definitely already adjusted for all of that. And the thing is about us, we don't invest in just singular stocks. We do ETFs, which is like a combination of different stocks to minimize the risk. 
Um, we're all about minimizing risk and getting those returns back. But yeah, like like you said, we're already making moves and already rebalancing portfolios as we speak. So you said something during the break that I thought was kind of interesting. You, you you were like, hey, anybody you go with, when uh, as you you were alluded to the Goldman who in April said, hey, the breadth of the market was at a hundred. Anybody could manage that, yep. right? When you've got this this melt up because right the Fed and the government we we spent a lot of money, went into a lot of debt built it up, but really when it comes to, to really gaining wealth, it's how you manage the crashes that separates. Yep, I mean that's where you make your real money. You know, if you can manage to break even if, after a huge market crash and have the same balance in your portfolio and then all of a sudden you ride that wave back up, I mean that's what happened to a lot of people in the COVID run. They, they didn't sell and they were able to keep their portfolio balanced. And then once the market rode back up, they found they're up 70% in one year, um, which is it's crazy um, yeah. to think about. And so that's and that, that's a great point. Uh, and, and, of course, you, you do everything. You know, yesterday we talked about if you had money in the bank, right, maybe a good idea to give you a call after they bought some gold and silver. Uh, what about people with uh, 401Ks from multiple jobs, uh, IRAs and, and things of that nature, or how about especially now? You know, you look at what the government's reporting in the last sixty days. They're saying almost ten million people quit their jobs to take a better job. Uh, what do they do with those four hundred one ks and all of those things? Can you help them with that? Yeah, I mean, the best option, honestly, is to roll out roll out four that four hundred one k over into an IRA. Um, by doing that, you'll be able to really manage your money rather than having that company you're with managing it, pretty much just letting it sit there do nothing. Um, that way when you roll up an IRA, we can put it towards your retirement account. We can show you where you're at in life and where you need to be. Um, and then we can manage those funds and, and make sure we get a philosophy together of you know, how conservative or how aggressive you want to be with those investments. Um, and, and really just explain to you where your money is and how it's being used. Yeah, and fees. Let's talk about fees. Yeah, I mean, hey, our fees are as low as it can be. You know, we're as low on the industry average as we can, and we do a great job, and we uh, we put our clients first always. How do people get a hold of you? Uh, just reach me at my number, 602-909-9048, or you can email me at joey.jaquint at nm.com. And uh, they can text that number as well? Yep, yep. Text, text anything, anything you want. One more time. 602 909 Nine zero four eight, and me and Jason, we, we, we look at it this way: the, Joey's going to help you have more money, which means you need to have more gold and silver put away. I mean, it's just that simple. Uh, so make sure if, if you're in that scenario, you 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 don't know who to turn to. Uh, deal with a name you can trust. Joey's going to help you build that wealth, which is going to allow you to buy more gold and silver. And Jason, that's that's really the name of the game. That that is correct, absolutely, and and uh, I, I guess I have a question. Let me ask Joey this, and and uh, for the audience too, because I I have long term. I have my understanding where I think the stock market may be headed, uh, not now, not next year, but five years, ten years out. Uh, there are foreign companies, foreign stocks that are on our stock exchange, and then uh, if, correct me if I'm wrong, Joey. Do we have foreign stocks that you can only buy from foreign stock markets? Is that correct? Yes, that is correct. Does your company ever invest in foreign uh, company, foreign countries, foreign stocks that are not on our uh, current exchange? Do uh, we do a little bit. You know, it's kind of the name of the game is to be diversified. Um, we are in the international markets, but it, like I said, it's not a very big part of our portfolio at all. 
um, you know, it's, it's always good to be have your hand in every bucket. Yeah, and, and the reason I say that is, in my mind, at some point, uh, the dollar will lose essentially most, if not all, of its uh, its reserve currency for the world. And in my mind, that's when foreign companies and foreign stocks become probably, if you're in the stock market, more valuable. You know, because hey, we got a kind of an unfair advantage. So I, that's why I, was, I never knew if, if if your your company would deal with foreign stocks because if when the market moves in that direction, in my mind, you, uh, you're gonna have to uh, deal with that, I guess. Yeah, no, we uh, international emerging markets is, is you know we focus on that in our portfolio. It's always a big thing because you know when America's down, someone else is up. Um, so it's always good to to have something else invested other than the dollar. Yeah, and I, I would be venture to say right that's one of the things where where your uh, your MIT gurus uh, is right. something where right now, as you said, hey, right now we're we're in it, but uh, America was still the place to be. But uh, before that, you guys see that change coming. Uh, would it be safe to say you guys would rebalance portfolios possibly in the future that, hey, all of a sudden you are going to have more foreign exposure? Yeah, I mean, listen, every day something new happens, so we're always looking at it. You know, always looking to uh, rebalance and make a new decision and new moves. So that's why we have that team of 100 people in uh, the Super Geeks in Milwaukee. They're always watching the markets, international markets, um, kind of analyzing and making sure we're doing the right things. There you have a great question, by the way, Jason. So right, man. Uh, when 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 that when that dollar starts crashing, there's going to be a run out of U.S. equities. Patriot Radio News Hour. We're going to be right back after the break. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour, uh, Joe and Jason here. We got Joey live in studio uh, talking about things that he does and how he can help people out there. And, and it's just, you know, I always, I, like like anything, uh, fees eat up so much of what people do out there. The worst thing you can do if you've left a job and you had a 401k is leaving it there. Uh, get it rolled over. Get it somewhere uh, where you can get lo- uh, a lot, pay a lot less in fees. Uh, uh, you know, if if your company matches, Joey, let me ask you this: What about company match? If they're if they're matching, should they stick with that? Yeah, you definitely ought to stick with that. You know, take advantage of the match. I would recommend to you know put in whatever percentage they are matching. Let's say they match five percent, you got to put in at least that five percent to take advantage of that free money you can get. So, yeah, if they're matching, keep it there because on Northwestern Mutual, you know, we're not going to be able to match you because it, it will be an IRA and not a 401K. Yeah, so so just things to keep in mind. If you've got questions, too, uh, Joey will help you. It doesn't matter whether or not uh, you're in a position yet to, to to do anything. If you've got questions about those things, give him a call. Uh, and like I said, we're going to have him on a few more times uh, while he's here. Uh, we'll talk a little more about 401Ks. We'll also talk about life insurance. Uh, long-term care insurance. Uh, that, that's uh, all the all the things. When it comes to all the major financial aspects, uh, Joey can help you out there, and we'll we'll break down those as well. Uh, but obviously, the news of the day: uh, what Jay Powell and the Federal Reserve did yesterday, and and talking about, hey, we're going to double pay the pace. Of, of the bond purchasing, the decline of bond purchasing. So think about this. They're still buying bonds, right? And, and now they're going to buy $30 billion less starting in January. So if you look at it, they bought $15 billion. They were buying $120 billion a month. 
Now remember, that was a mix of treasuries and mortgage-backed securities. Right? Why were they buying them? They were buying them to drive rates lower. So now they're, they're starting to buy less of them. So if you take what they did in November, what they did in December, they've already bought, are buying $30 billion less. So they started at 120 every month. They've been doing that now uh, pretty much nonstop since the end of 2019. Their, their balance sheet now almost $9 trillion. So they're buying $30 billion a month less, which means they're at 90. So in theory, in January, that number will drop another 30. So they'll be at 60. And then February, 30. And then by March, they're going to say, okay, after March, we're not going to be buying any more treasuries or mortgage-backed securities. So already, just that alone, Jason, when you think about, hey, they were buying $120 billion a month, now they're going to be buying none. Uh, the impact on rates, right? So we've probably seen uh, the low, low watermark when it comes to rates when you buy a house, right? We've probably seen uh, the, the, the low watermark as far as uh, treasury yields. Remember, the 10-year note got down to, like, what, 40 basis points? So even now at one and a half or, you know, one, four, five or whatever it's at, uh, it, my guess is going to be uh, we're going to see a lot of weird action in treasury markets uh, that really ultimately, Jason, are probably going to lead to higher interest rates. Yeah, and I actually believe they're going to they're going to get some rate hikes next year. I I think uh, one th one thing we got to keep in consideration is I think the uh, government uh, bought bought them some time for next year. The uh, raising the debt ceiling to two twenty twenty three now, Joe. Uh, I I think the uh, reverse repo market you're going to have to watch that all that cash sloshing around. I think that I think they bought themselves some time to to go ahead and, and spend 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 spend, which they're you know that that's what keeps inflation happy and uh yeah I, I think i think taper maybe doesn't even make it to to, to march you know we might see the end of taper uh, in february you know because you know more Depends, yeah we could if more the emergencies keep getting worse yeah that's a great point and biden just so you everyone knows uh joe biden just signed uh the debt ceiling increase so it is official uh instead of putting a date they put a number on it so 2.5 trillion dollars is the number uh they're hoping that gets them to the end of this year so they're hoping they can make it to january of next year with another two and a half trillion dollars so you know already uh, that that puts the deficit at about 32 trillion dollars uh, plus the fed's balance sheet mm -hmm. right so that puts u.s debt markets now uh between the fed and the government uh, we're going to be at over $40 trillion next year. And, of course, the interesting thing will be, where is the economy heading into that next year? Right? Are we are we going to see, uh, like Jason said, I agree with Jason, we've bought some time. The pro and, and, and one of the things of why I think inflation is going to continue, Jason brought up the, the reverse repo markets. The banks have been parking over a trillion dollars at the Fed. Yep. Keeping it out of the economy. Now that money's got to be spent.
because they got to buy all these bonds, right, Jason? So now the, that money will keep flowing in until it's gone. And then once it's gone, then things get really interesting, right, Jason? Yeah, there's not enough assets to, to, to support that cash, which means the inflation will get worse. Man, is it, is it coming, Joe? It's, it's, uh, it's going to be interesting to watch what happens next year. And gold and silver, I don't know uh, when it takes off, but when it goes, it's going to go so fast. You know, and it's, there's nothing they can do, Joe. This is, this is the end of, of this cycle. And, you know, they could have a, a flash crash like they had in 2020. Uh, I could see two crashes, the second one being the big one. So we could see a little a little pressure relief valve next year. And then what happens by 2023, this next debt ceiling? It's going to get intense, Joe. Uh, that's a great point of a flash crash. That, could, that would uh, stop Jay Powell in his tracks, wouldn't it? Patriot Radio News Hour. We're going to be right back. 800-951-0592. Final segment here. Uh, before we close out, gold's up 36. Well, Kiko has it up 22. Uh, New York has it up 21 because gold started to move after, you know, in that electronic trade after Jay Powell started talking, uh, uh, 1799, $1,800, uh, this morning. Uh, silver now, uh, 2252. I'll say it's up a dollar two. Uh, Kitco says 45 cents, but either way, the price is still the same. Uh, product hard to come by. Now, this is what I got out of the bullion bank today. Uh, what do you have? Zip. Nada, nothing. Uh, that, that's really been, uh, the story here. Of course, you know, the, uh, the U.S. Mint now getting ready for 2022. Uh, so they're not producing here. Uh, right now, I've got 25 rolls of Silver Eagles. They were 690 yesterday. That's gone. Uh, they're $710 a roll today. Uh, I've got some $20 gold pieces today. Uh, $2,075. Uh, the fractional gold market, Jason, has seemingly dried up again. And it's been weird. You know, like a month ago, uh, we, we had that run where we had a couple of weeks where we had, you know, the $5 liberties, uh, the, and, and $10 liberties had been pretty steadily available. And, and here over the last few weeks, they've just dried up. That's right, Joe. <laughs> you never know uh, what, what we're going to have available from day to day. And then, of course, we re- you report all these, uh, these things happening in the markets. And then very quickly, those that, uh, that that understand when to get in and get out of these things, uh, they'll buy it all up. So it's you know we're we're at the mercy of the markets just like anybody else, Joe. We we don't make the markets; we have to uh, to roll. Yeah, with we it. don't. Yeah, exactly. Unfortunately, I wish we did, but we de- definitely don't make the markets. And and just tells you uh, when 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 we're looking at the supply demand fundamentals, they can cover. Listen, uh, paper markets can hide things uh, for a while, and sometimes for a lo- longer than we wish and longer than we think. Uh, but this is why I want to reiterate something Jason said. The same thing about Wall Street, right? Because the breadth of the market is not good, right? If we if we have uh, any type of shake up here in these five or six stocks, uh, just just fall ten percent even, you can see uh, a twenty twenty five percent drop in Wall Street because of it. Uh, because they're so overweighted that way. The same thing is true in gold and silver on the opposite side. There's nobody out there arguing that gold and silver should be lower. Nobody. Nobody's saying that. They're all saying, listen, over the long term, it's going to go 
higher and a lot higher. And and to Jason's point, I think what we're going to see when it when it uh, let's go here, we're going to see a big snap, right? A big jump, and and, and you're going to see you know gold rally two, three, four, five hundred dollars in 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 a few weeks. You're going to see. Listen, silver putting on five or ten dollars in the course of two to three weeks uh, wouldn't surprise me at all. That would just uh, try to get the market to come back into balance where. Uh, we don't have to say, hey, this is what I got today. Uh, you know, nothing more frustrating than saying, hey, I can sell you, you know, 500 ounces of Silver Eagles, but that's it because I can't get any more. Uh, those are our things to deal with, right, Jason? Absolutely. The, the biggest money makers out there are, are telling you what to do. They're selling a bunch of their stock. They, they know, they know that they, they need a little time to get their, positions in place and that's what we're trying to do for you guys out there call 800-951-0592 those gold and silver specials are, are waiting for your call